0: Okie doke, here we go. Segment number four for season four, episode 13, with the theme of family, villains, and heroes. This one is national narratives, and this segment is about how the mainstream news media's reporting has kept Navajos living in fear, while letting self-defeating mindsets and negative lifestyles grow as self-research becomes discouraged. And basically what I'm trying to get to, my my point about this is um, that, you know, when that civil war started with the North and the South back in the uh, 1800s, um, it had families going against each other. So that's where I'm looking at this as far as family villains and heroes go. Uh, The family villains they are, I would say they're a lot more smarter than the family heroes because only because they know how to manipulate. And I don't know why the family heroes don't see it and don't want to step up and don't want to stop it. But I think it's just, they're afraid of confrontation and they lack the um, communication skills to get that across. But that whole thing where the news kept hyping up the, the past few years, with the virus and how to stay home and stay safe well i've always you know the guy with the loopholes looking through that saying well you can't stay home and stay safe if you live with an abuser and you know kind of questioning why people weren't allowed to see their loved ones when they died and they were just like had to burn them quickly you know oh the body's contaminated or it's contagious you know And when you look back on it, nobody's really done anything about it, you know? And it's like, uh, you know, I figure that, you know, just like how there's um, a movement for missing murdered indigenous women and children, there should have been something like that for, you know, the health and the welfare of the people. But, you know, as we all know how, you know, all that works, but yet there are still those that believe that, you know, what the news reports is accurate, you know, and that whole thing right there is, I, like I said before, domestic terrorism, trying to keep the people afraid, trying to keep them scared. And that's why when, if you listen to season one, we're just basically trying to, you know, just, I'm trying to tear apart that whole coronavirus narrative. Um, Navajo Pedro, he was more about you know, jumping onto Donald Trump and the Trump presidency. And, and I didn't really say anything about it because I was like, well, what I'm talking about really has nothing to do with Trump. It's more about the CDC and, you know, all this, um, news media coverage where they're not looking, they're not taking into consideration the res. And I, that's where I was really upset with the KTNN because they were just feeding the people more fear, domestic terrorism, you know? And when it really came down to it, I was like, "Uh, I don't think Trump has anything to do with the way things are, you know? And that whole thing about the national narrative of how, you know, they want to keep people afraid and scared that they don't really report in like, um, these smaller, small towns, farm towns, um, the time they did come onto the reservation, they were just trying to feed their narrative of how deadly and, uh, and how, how much of a pandemic the, uh, coronavirus was on the Navajo nation. But, and like I've said, they, you know, they went to Kienta where Kienta is known for, um, uh, uranium mining and, you know, the families living up there, they you know they're exposed to uranium so i'm pretty sure over time it destroyed their respiratory system and you know different parts of their body to where they weren't able to fight off any disease um or even just a basic you know common cold and so once the news media used that or found that out you know they ran with it man they sure made they sure made us look like a bunch of dumb indians and that's what kind of pissed me off and i was like wait a minute Why don't you come here down to Clagatoe, man? You see what we're doing. And, um, you know, we had a bunch of pussies down here, you know, and that's where it really, you know, pissed me off about that. But, you know, so going back to this whole national narrative thing, um, these Navajos that listen to it, uh, you know, and, you know, that don't do the research or don't have time or don't know how or don't have access. Well, what ends up happening the way I see it is they pretty much listen to what's there and then they spread it out and, and that's where they kind of believe what's going on. And it's like, you know, since when do you guys trust the news, man? You know, and you know, the news pretty much just like any other regular Navajo on the res, you know, and telling little, little lies here and there, you know, no one in this world is ever going to tell the truth, no matter what, you know? And, that's where, that's just the way it is. You know, it, you, you'll be lucky to find someone that's very truthful like that. And if you ever make a friend with that person, don't fucking stab him in the back, man. You're just going to lose a great friend. Or if that's uh, someone you want to start a relationship with, you know, don't, don't screw it up. You know, the, you only get that one shot. So be grateful that they're there to actually tell the truth. But, um, and like my, <laughs> my mom, she, she's fucking brutally honest, man. She's Like she'll see some of the other relatives, their their granddaughters when they grow up, and my mom's like, "Oh, look at you! You're so pretty, but you're so fat. Look at you're eating too much. You need to lose weight." You know, I was like, "Damn, mom, chill out. Don't say anything, man." Or she'll see like uh, one of the grandkids that has kids, and she'll be like, "Oh, you need to stop making kids. You're making too much kids. You can't afford all these kids. How are you gonna take care of these kids?" Grandma's not going to be your babysitter. I'm like, ma, just shut up. Just leave them alone, man. It's That's their problem, you know? So anyways, um, so the national narrative, um, the way I've been looking at it, they make some great points back and forth, you know, but it's all political. And it's like, damn, when did we become such a political group now? Movies and music and television, entertainment, all that is now trying to have that little political push in there now. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. I don't want to fucking know all this. You know, it's, you know, it's gone to the point now where if you really want to, you know, know what the national narrative is as a Navajo, like, um, like well, we'll use Navajo Pedro as an example. Uh, everybody's saying that Well, a lot of these news media people, they're saying, um, oh, it's Trump supporters. Even Joe Biden says that, you know, is Trump supporters are the biggest threat to an American democracy in America. And it's like, well, so far I haven't seen any like Trump supporters start rioting and uh, attack cops and kill black people and start riots. You know, the only ones that are doing that are the people that are saying that, you know, it's like. And that's where I'm kind of like, wait a minute, that don't make any sense, you know? And, um, and that's why, you know, I kind of look at this and like, you know, when I see people that really jump on that bandwagon and it's like, Hey man, don't be disappointed if it takes you to a place where you don't want to be, because, you know, as I've been saying, you know, self-research, if you still feel that, you know, if you do your research and you add up all the statistics and you look at all the numbers and, you compare it to all these press conferences and all this stuff and you in your mind still not changed. Well, then that's, you know, that's your prerogative, man. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to, you know, be a part of. That's fine. But it's just that when people come up to me and try to tell me what to believe, what to know, what to learn, what to say, and I'm like, where the fuck are you when I need you? You know, where, I need some help, man. So, you know, just stop telling me all this shit that's got nothing to do with me on a national level. I'm looking at a res level. I'm looking at community level. I'm looking at the Navajo, uh, Clagato veterans level, you know, and that's where it's important to me, not what, whatever's going on with these riots and all that. And like I've said in season one, um, uh, you know, basically all lives matter, but the Black Lives Matter movement, I would say that black art matters because art is what's going to stick around long after we're dead and gone, you know, you know, whether if it's music or, or painting or a poetry, Maya Angelou, you know, that lady is, you know, kind of known for like some really kick-ass poems, um, Tupac Shakur and oh, was a Biggie Smalls there. And, uh, who was that other guy? Uh, I, I would say probably Easy e Those, you know, they left a legacy of, uh, music behind, um, and, you know, just like film, um, Sidney Poitier, you know, that dude, he's, you know, kind of known for breaking, breaking the rules of so many, you know, movies where he's like in love with a white woman, you know? So stuff like that. Yeah. I would say that's more important. The art, the artwork, um, the craft of what they want to leave behind. I, I, I would say that's more important. And then, uh, on a, on that, on that note, um, when they were tearing down, um, those, uh, Southern, um, what do you call those guys? The, the, you know, the statues, there we go. They were tearing down the statues in the Southern part of the United States saying that those guys were all racist, well, there was a, a thought I was thinking of and, uh, I was, I was watching a Bill Maher episode on uh, YouTube and he was talking about this guy who is, who does, oh man, what was it called? Um, it's like, it's like, a not a movement. It's a mind, it's a mind thought where these modern day goofballs, these protesters and stuff like that, they're judging everything in the history of what they're doing of uh, of today's society now and and think of all the statues that they ruin and broken and you know like I was saying about Christopher Columbus yeah he's he's terrible to native americans but to another group the italians he's you know he's their ganado mucho he's their um uh what's that guys name uh, he's their manuelito you know he's he's a symbol to them where that's what made them believe in America. And now all these people, they, they tear down Christopher Columbus's, um, uh, statue and those Italians are pissed, man. They, you know, you're just making enemies then, you know, and it's like, like if I were to go to, uh, New York and then somebody would say, Oh, Hey, you in Navajo? i be like, yeah, they might punch me in the face and say, why'd you have your people tear down the, uh, um, christopher columbus you know statue and i am like hey man i didn't have anything to do with that you know so you know it's just kind of like making more enemies unnecessary enemies within our own um you know nationalities of uh, you know just basically making more race wars and and tearing down the statues of those uh confederate generals it doesn't make anything better i mean if anything, you know, yeah, those southern people, they looked at that and they were saying that what they were fighting for was to free slaves, but the northern side was they, you know, from what history what I gathered was that they the northern side um, no no no, it wasn't the northern side, it was the the Demo- the Democratic Party was the one that wanted to keep slaves and the Republican Party was the one that wanted to do away with slavery. So now you flip it to today where they're like, Oh, well, Republicans are racist because of, you know, they own slaves. And it's like, well, the Democrats were the ones that started off that whole movement in the first place. So, you know, that's where, you know, it got, it got to the point where I was just like, why am I watching this shit? Why am I listening to this? You know, it's got nothing to do with me really, you know, literally it's got nothing to do with me, you know? Um, the one thing that I would say is, you know, I need to stand up and be ready to fight back for the Navajo land, you know, you know, it's the reservation. And just like when, um, when the Western expansion thing happened and colonization and all that, they threw all the natives on the lands, thinking there was nothing, nothing more to it. But then generations, like a generation or two generations later, these Belaganas, they're like, oh, well, these guys are on gold. They're living on top of coal. They're living on silver and all these natural elements. And, you know, so that's where they started, you know, taking kicking the natives off the land and saying, well, you know, if you move off your land, we'll give you money for this and we'll take your oil, but we'll give you royalties. So the natives were like, especially in Oklahoma, they were like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll take the money. But then it's like when they come back, they're like, oh, what are you guys doing here? Well, we want to live back on the land. No, you already signed off your deed, your land. So get out of here, you crazy Indians. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to work with you. We already, you know, made our business deal. And, you know, that's where, you know, we kind of keep getting duped by stuff like that. And that's why I just wanted to make sure that I finally had my say on this whole thing about national narratives, because it's going to keep going back and forth, you know. And there's, there's, especially the memes, if you want to look at the memes, they're pretty funny. I mean, they both, you know, for both the democratic and Republican side, but you really shouldn't base your, um, research off of that too much, you know, uh, it's best to just kind of look at what's kind of like not known, what's kind of hidden and just kind of like how I was talking about that AZT that, um. That medication that that one Ron Woodruff was using to you know fight back against his um the AIDS um virus that he had, and here uh Dr. Fauci during that time he was pushing for that AZT because a lot more people were dying. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Dr. Fauci was saying, um, at the time he was saying, uh, oh yeah, it's it's all coming from uh. The AIDS coming from men then it's like oh it's coming from men who have sex with monkeys now it's coming from black people and it's like okay well it's just unprotected sex you know so you know you really have to kind of step back I wish Navajos actually would step back a little bit from believing what they're reading with the Gallup Independent the Navajo Times what the uh, KTNN is spitting out their filthy sewers and just kind of like you know Learn how to do a little bit more research and kind of, uh, you know, learn how to take a step back rather than believe in everything. Just like how my uncle was like, "Oh no, this thing is getting pretty bad with the coronavirus." Yeah, oh, oh man, it's killing a lot of people. I say those people were gonna die anyways, so you know, it it really didn't really add too much, you know. And not to be insensitive to everybody who's lost somebody to the coronavirus, but you really can't trust. The news media or anybody nowadays, man. Shit, you know, it's that's where we're at. But, anyways, so I got to say pretty much what I wanted to say about that. Now, let's go ahead and jump on to the fifth subject of the night. This one is alcoholism and sobriety. <laughs>